It's Emily here, and today I want to invite you to make sure to check out Robinhood Integrative Health. If you are a resident of the Winston-Salem, North Carolina area, and you're looking for a doctor who treats you differently, looks deeper into the issues that you're having, and seeks to hear you as a person and really help to get you better, then I can't recommend Robinhood Integrative Health, where Dr. Wiggy practices enough. Make sure that you go to their website and see how you can benefit from their services today. And did you know that they even take some insurances, which basically never happens in integrative medicine. So make sure to check them out and enjoy the episode. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Healthy Discourse. It's Emily here, and I'm excited to welcome today's guest to the show, Kenzie Terry. Hey, Kenzie. Hey, thanks for having me. Absolutely. I'm so happy to. We are going to discuss an important topic today and something that I think most, not maybe not most, but many people have heard of, but probably aren't incredibly familiar with what it really is and how it can be helpful in as a useful tool in our medical journey. And that is thermography. And to be honest, I've learned a thing or two about thermography from Kenzie myself. So thank you for being here today to share with us. (laughs) Of course. I'm so glad to be part of this and just be able to share some knowledge and some information on it. Yeah, definitely. Me too. So, Kenzie, um, tell us first a little bit about you and your certification and kind of how you got into thermography. Yeah, of course. So, actually, I graduated from Western Carolina University with a degree in integrative health and science. Um, And so that kind of led my journey here to Robin Hood to start. And once I started here at Robin Hood, I heard about the interest in opening up thermography. So, I expressed that I was highly interested in it. And that's when I came across um, PACT, which is the Principal Academy of Clinical Thermography. Um, And so that's who I'm certified through. So, I've got my four-year degree of science, and then I've got my certification through um, PACT, which has led me to become a member of BTI, which is Breast Thermography International. Um, And so (laughs) I had to keep up with that every month, and it's just a really great atmosphere. Great. So tell us, I think when we hear thermography, I think a lot (laughs) of people think of an alternative to mammography, which Of course, thermography is not exactly that, but also much more than that. And so (laughs) why don't you tell us just a little bit about what thermography is? Yeah, so thermography, first of all, is an adjunctive tool to a mammogram or an ultrasound. Um, And so it's a radiation-free screening process that is more physiology-based than anatomy-based. So that means that it's based off of the surface-level temperature of the body, um, as small as just the beginning cells of developing cancer, for an example. And so there doesn't need to be a specific mass size or cell size or density in order for this to pick up what's going on in the body. So I'm just looking for heat detections and even cold detections um, Mm -hmm. all around the human body. Gotcha. And so for those of us that maybe are a little bit unfamiliar even with how mammography or ultrasound works, how would you say that it's different and how is it used kind of as an adjunctive tool? 
Yeah, so it's a great way to just identify the abnormalities of the physical changes of our body. Um, and so it's not necessarily to compete with a mammogram or an ultrasound, but just like I said before, you can identify the things that are going on in the body at such an earlier state because it is physiology-based. With just the simple changes of our temperature of our body, we're able to catch it so much in a quicker way with the thermography than with a mammogram or ultrasound, just because it has to be at a certain size for them to be identifiable. Gotcha. So when you're looking at a thermograph after completing a scan, I know that lots of colors generally show up. What do those colors tell you? Yeah, so the colors range for warmth from yellow to red. So it goes yellow, orange, red, and then sometimes white. So we're really looking for the spots that are more in the red and white range. Or for later, if we compare the images, we're looking from yellow to orange as well. And then we're also looking for any coldness. And so those coldness can turn from blue to purple to black. And so we're really looking for any colder places in the body that shouldn't probably be cooler or too warm. Interesting. Okay. So when you're working alongside a medical provider, um, using this as an adjunctive tool, how do they often use the results? Yeah, so the results really just depend on are the patients coming in here just for preventative care, just to see if there's any underlying issues. And if there isn't, they're like, that's a wonderful tool to use. Everybody looks wonderful. You know, we'll see you back here in about a year, maybe to compare the results for later. Um, sometimes the results do end up needing a high definition ultrasound, but overall, they just use the results to establish better care and understanding of what's going on with their patients to establish a better plan for them um, for a better outcome of their overall life. Awesome. So what are we, I, I know breast thermography is probably the most um, widely understood or known by the mm -hmm. general public, but tell us about the different areas of the body that can be scanned and how those can be useful. Yeah, so the full body scan gets you from the top of your head to the bottoms of your feet. So I can see everything that's going on with the head when it comes to congestion or sinus issues or TMJ to thyroid issues, as well as the things that are going on vascular or neurology wise, um, any type of lymphatic drainage throughout your body as well. Any inflammation in the abdomen region I'm going to see whether it's due to um, just issues with the bowel movements or pancreas, um, just depending on where the heat is located in the body. I can see inflammation <laughs> ranging from your joints to the toes. So just a wide variety. That's so interesting. Um, I, I just think that's so fascinating. So how often do you, I, I think you mentioned a year, do you generally suggest um, or are most patients encouraged, I should say, to repeat the th thermograph yearly? Um, it really depends patient to patient and what's really going on underlying with, you know, maybe previous history or um, just coming in for a wellness check. Um, so I would say for a vast majority of patients, it's every six months to a year. Now for our special cases, that might be every three months. Gotcha. Um, what, 
sorry, I lost my question here. It was in my head and I forgot. What is this, what is the safety profile of thermography? I know there's, you know, with, with radiation and that sort of thing, there's some concerns around that. Are there any concerns around thermography or is it generally safe? Yeah, there is no concerns at all. There's no limitations at all. It is generally safe. It's just taking surface level body temperature readings through a little camera and that is it. There's no radiation it gives off. There's no um, invasiveness at all. The patient is by themselves with the image being taken. Gotcha. Okay. Can you explain to us kind of the process of when someone comes in for a thermography screening, how like the, the actual session itself is run? Yeah, of course. So the patients come in and we just chit chat for a little bit, go over the protocols and we talk about some of their concerns and I take a little extra notes about those concerns. And then I show them the different types of poses that they would be going through depending on what scan they're having done. And then depending on full body or breast or thyroid, they'll undress on the other side of the room with the curtain closed and wait 15 minutes before the images can begin. And then after those 15 minutes of just trying to relax, we'll take those images and they are they go by pretty quickly. I'd say 60 seconds per image. And then at the end, we talk about the return. It takes about 7 to 10 days for us to get them back and kind of the process of hearing back from either me or their provider here. Um, and then we say goodbye and I hope they have a good day. Great. And so in those 15 minutes, and that's, that's to... Um regulate the body temperature. Is that correct? Around the yes. temperature of the room? Okay. Yes. Acclimate to the temperature in the room, which is one of the most important parts. I don't want the patient to be cold or hot. We want them to be as comfortable as possible for their body to be in the best homeostasis for just their day-to-day -day life temperature range. Mm -hmm. okay. Gotcha. Okay. Um, and I know, I think it's important to always point out this is an adjunctive tool. This is not a diagnostic tool necessarily, but it can be used by a provider to monitor um, changes in the body and that sort of thing. Um, Correct. Have you had any, um, any personal examples yet or anything that you've learned of where thermography has been really useful in helping a patient to find something that maybe they didn't know was there? Yes, um, I had a patient towards the beginning of my process here that was having possible issues with her breast, um, and she did seem to have excess warmth in one of them that had possible cause of concern, and so um, we then did send her out for a high-definition ultrasound to help locate um, exactly where it is and if there was a certain density or size yet, um, and so those results did come in, but it looks like everything is good. She is in the clear. So we're just going to continue to use thermography to monitor to see if with just some traditional um, homeopathic ways to decrease the heat there and uh, kind of just monitor it and see if it decreases in heat or if it continues to increase in heat. Awesome. Awesome. That's great. So um, is there any other research or any interesting facts that you would like to share about thermography as we yes. close up? Yeah, I would love to hear any other interesting facts. Yeah, for sure. So 
there's some there's tons of researches done over the past 30 years one of them particularly is done by the american society of breast surgeons and the article is just about the effectiveness of non-invasive um, thermography and the findings just showed that it has a 97% sensitivity rate um, mm. and 44% specificity. And so it's just an amazing tool to just really help see earlier diagnosis and to also decrease mortality rates of breast cancer. And so that also leads me to uh, Breast Thermography International. They have a wonderful website that have a whole bunch of links as well to help you just be more informed. And they have a, a journal article as well that kind of gives a background of just contemporary evaluation of what thermography is and how it is just an amazing tool to help increase chances of catching things earlier and decreasing overdiagnosis um, and just it's just an amazing tool and I could go on and on about it for hours. Sure. <laughs> sure. Well and and unfortunately thermography is can be difficult to find. I know mm -hmm. in our city um, I'm not aware of anyone else that is offering it on a regular basis. There may be some mobile clinics that come in sometimes but yeah. Um, generally, there's not very many options for thermography in each city. And so I encourage our listeners, if it's something you're interested in, to um, look at, look, at, you know, a simple Google search can hopefully help you find a resource in your city. And of course, if you're in the triad Winston-Salem area and are an established patient at Robin Hood Integrative Health, you can always come and see Kenzie. So yes. I plan to do that myself. Um <laughs> One thing someone told me, which I think this is interesting and good to remember, um, you're able during changes in breasts, like for example, during breastfeeding, you generally can't do a mammogram if I'm correct, but you can do thermography, right? Yes, right? definitely. For sure. Mm -hmm. It doesn't. Um, cause an issue with seeing temperature readings in the breast at all. We just take note that you are breastfeeding. And same with implants too mm -hmm. or dense breasts. This is a really great tool to use um, because that does not interfere with the ability for us to be able to scan. Right. Because I know a lot of times people with mammograms will have to have them repeated and that sort of thing for mm -hmm. density issues or, or implant issues and that sort of thing. And so, um, Again, as an adjunctive tool, but we can certainly, I think it's really great to have other options so that can be used as tools to help provide a clearer picture for one's individual health and any changes that you're seeing, right? Especially throughout mm -hmm. your whole body. So, yes. um, well, I encourage everyone to um, go and see Kenzie. Again, she's seeing established patients at Robin Hood Integrative Health, so not a a um, service that you can take advantage of if you're not an established patient. That's just important to clarify as well. But um, thank you so much, Kenzie, for coming on today and for sharing your expertise. I know that um, everything I've heard from patients is so positive. And so thank you for what you're doing and for helping give more people more options and insights into their health. Well, thank you again so much for having me. I'm just glad to be part of the Robin Hood family and um, help make a difference. And I'm just, I'm just overjoyed to have this opportunity and to meet all the wonderful patients we have here. Yeah. Thank you so much. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye.